Welcome to the Categorically Romance Podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm Aaron. And I'm Bree. And we're here today. Now, it says, like, the title might say, like, the Glossap information, but in reality, this is like ebooks on Harlequin. And, well, for me especially, not shame. It's not shame. I have a lot of books, <laughs> I have a lot of ebooks. <laughs> You sound like the queen, like what I imagine. The qu- this isn't shame. It's no, just no, no, there's, there's no shame here, people. There's no shame. Um, I'm a collector. What can I say? So <laughs> I'll get into the number later. I'll I'll give you guys the actual number later. These these two lovely co-hosts of mine know the number already. But anyway, um, I thought we would talk, or we thought we would talk a little bit about the history of ebooks on the Harlequin website because they've really been doing ebooks for a long time and they've gone through several different ways of you being able to read them. I personally have some favorites or have a favorite that I wish they would go back to, but that's new, but we'll talk about that. And then what we did was we each picked five books that we thought we'd share just because this idea came from a booktube video that I saw where people were just randomly pulling up random books on their Kindle and talking about them, which I thought was kind of fun. So that's what that was where this started from. So um, I know personally, I got my first e-reader in July of 2010. And I know that because it was a wedding gift. My husband and I gave each other e-readers as wedding gifts on our honeymoon. <laughs> That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. Right? Which, okay, listeners, I just have to say, because Sarah's like all nice and queenly with it, but it really started. Let me tell you how devious she is. She's like, let's call ourselves out and talk about the books we have on our glow sap that we haven't read. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh God, yes, we have to do it. Yeah. yeah if we were Not just talking about the ones we haven't read, I could be here for 16 days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is a calling ourselves out episode, okay? <laughs> Bree and Aaron would be like, all right, we're done now. We'll see you later, Sarah. You continue on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're signing off. <laughs> it's all yours, Sarah. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> okay, so you and Garrett gift each other e-readers. Was it Kobo's, it was Kobo's Nooks? Okay. okay. No, it was Kobo because up here in Canada, it's the chapters in the Go Kobo. And of course, we were... We didn't do anything fancy on our honeymoon. We didn't go to like some exotic locale. For anyone in Ontario, we went to Peterborough, which is like an hour and a half north. It's in cottage country. It's a beautiful little community. We stayed at like a Motel 6. When you pay for your own wedding, you have no money afterward, yes. to be mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. So we went to the local chapters and they had just brought out the first edition Kobo and Garrett and I both went, ooh, and we bought them. <laughs> so I bought a couple of books on the Kobo, but I immediately went to Harlequin because I'd been going to the Harlequin website for years at that point and I knew they had ebooks so back then and for the longest time up until five years ago maybe four years ago you could download the books so you would purchase the book you could download it and you would you were able to read it on like I was able to transfer it to my Kobo or you could read it on overdrive okay so that was that was the and that's what I loved because you guys know I've said this before I'm not a fan of reading on a tablet because I don't like the glare I like the Mm e-ink I like my Kindle paper white yada 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 so then they went to this thing a few years ago that was a horrible mess called I can't remember (laughs) what it was called because I wiped it from memory it was the worst app ever Yeah, yeah. Anyone else who knows, comment, send us an email. What the hell was the name of that thing? But now they've gone to Gloss, which I know is very controversial as well, because there are a lot of people who do not like it. And I will admit there are a few things in the app that I don't like. Why is there not a good search feature? (laughs) 
Can I just state that? You can't search for a book. And when you have the few dozen books that I have on there, just a few dozen. You you dozen. So that's where we are now is with the Glow app. So um, did you want me to talk a bit about the app itself? Yeah. So yeah, because, you know, people, I had no idea about Glows until you started talking about it. So yeah. So it can be downloaded from the Google Play or the Apple something or other. I'm not an Apple user. Play Store, whatever the store is for Apple. And it's a free download and you would log into it using your login for the Harlequin website. So if you purchase off the, that's how you log into the app. And then all of your books appear there. Now you can't purchase books on the app. You would purchase them on the The Harlequin website and then use them. Now, again, I'm pretty sure this is North American only. UK friends, shout out because I'm pretty sure they can't this app is not available in the UK or in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I was That's thinking odd. yesterday of like trying to Google it. Cause I'm like, if you go to Harlequin and uh, not Harlequin, if you go to Mills and Boone UK, there's an option to buy the ebook. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. where is the ebook going? So anyone over there, please let I us know what it is. Cause I've done it. You, I've, you purchased, do? I've purchased ebooks oh. from Mills and Boone. You can download it. Yeah. You can download it and put it on oh. any device you want. Stop it. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so Bree's so like, I know what I'm doing. I know, because you know they <laughs> do the bind-ups. <laughs> but don't forget, it's in a pounds, right? So the, yeah. do the. It might look like it's cheap, Brie, but yeah. do the conversion. <laughs> it's only five pounds. <laughs> well, can you do it from Australia's too? Have you tried theirs? I've never tried okay. Australia's because okay. I was getting really annoyed with the fact that I couldn't. That it was the old app, the one before Glose or whatever. That was that one that was annoying me so much that I wanted the ebooks. I think that Mills and Boone knows what they're doing with the ebooks, but that's just my. Now that was a few years ago. I don't know if that has changed. So if I'm speaking out of turn, I apologize. Um, so okay, question: Why ask? I mean, I think it's important that they have their own device, uh, device app, app. But like, where I think it's nice to have something separate from Amazon, like not kindle but i feel like also the kindle is so easily accessible like if you don't have a kindle you can put Mm -hmm. the app on your phone so like where do you think because i think that's like i you you're always sharing the the gripes and complaints that you see people have with glows i don't really personally have that many gripes with glows me neither my only thing is is that like i only can read it on my ipad and i'm not always in the mood to read on my ipad i'd actually like mm -hmm. to read on like the kindle the smaller display reader yeah Yeah, i'm the same because i use my kindle fire so why i mean if anybody from harlequin's in the knitting circle and listening why have something separate that is now i don't know i just feel like it's not usually as accessible as like the kindle app my theory is because i think that maybe with the downloading they were finding too much piracy that that would Mm -hmm. be my guess too okay Mm -hmm. and it makes sense if i can download the book I mean, we're all honest people. I would download it. I would put on my Kindle or my Kobo and read it and be happy with it. But there are a lot of people who would not. They would be putting it up on these websites or mm-hmm. God knows what, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's my theory. And I understand why Harlequin did it. It's just, I wish that for as big as they are, because it's not, it's Harlequin. It's actually HarperCollins. It's their mm-hmm. subsidiary that has it. Mm-hmm. With the amount, they could find a better app. 
they could develop a better app, yeah. in my opinion. I just kind of like opinion. wish, I just wish that we, I mean, I guess technically you could just buy the damn book from Amazon and download <laughs> it to your Kindle. But if you want to support Harlequin directly, you're, yeah. we're going to go to the website, but like your only option then is reading it on close. And I'm like, I don't know, it just feels so, it feels like I have to go out of the way to read on close when like I could just pull the Kindle out of the nightstand and, you know. I think that for me personally, the perfect mesh would be a e-ink display device that allows you to download apps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be pretty. I don't need color. Just give me an e-ink display device that I can download the Glow app on and read, and I will be a happy camper. Yeah. You know? Or, and give me a good search function. That's yeah. all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> Saying all of this, I realize, like, you're, I'm so privileged because technically, I mean, I do have the Glows app on my phone, but I don't read on my phone like that. Yeah, no. And the I main, mean... my main love of Glows is that we have text to speech on it, and it just keeps reading and reading and reading, unlike like my Kindle app. So you know, the I only know. problem with the text to speech that I have seen people complain about is it's not fast enough that they oh, want yeah, to be no, able to increase the speed. Can't yeah. control the speed, and you can't turn your screen off. That's so That's I'll be true. walking around with it in my pocket and, you know, I bump it too much and, and it stops and then I lose my place and, you know, it's it's a fiasco. It's the whole thing that I don't want to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Our Western world problems. Yeah. I know, first world problems, right? <laughs> Forgive us, okay? We just love to read. That's all. We just love to read. You know, give us all the books. And I think the other thing, like, people will ask, well, then exactly as you said, Brie, why would I use this app when I can just buy off of Kindle or Kobo or Apple Books or whatever you choose to support. And I think the thing that gets most people are the points. It's the rewards yeah. points. Yeah. You know, and the sales. Sales. Hello, sales. Sales. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. like- Absolutely. Okay, Sarah, you've done it once before, but it's been a while. So talk about the points. Mm-hmm. Talk about the points. What are people so- not paying attention to you know okay so the harlequin rewards points i think are absolutely fantastic i don't know i can't remember exactly is it a i don't think it's a point per dollar i can't remember exactly how they put the points together but for every purchase on the harlequin website or you can submit receipts Mm-hmm. Now, it used to be real easy to do for for um, Kindle because I used to buy a book on Kindle and I would literally forward that email to this receipts email. And within 24 hours, I get an email back saying, oh, congratulations, you have 500 points. It's 100 points per dollar, I think, now that I'm thinking about it. But now they've changed it because when Kindle sends an email now that you purchased an ebook, it doesn't give you the title. You actually have to click a link to show mm-hmm. you what book you purchased. And they no longer accept that. Oh no. <laughs> because the person on the other end would would because if they click on that link, it it's it goes to your account. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you, they can't easily see. And I'm like, did Kindle just screw me because I'm buying all my books? <laughs> they knew. <laughs> Someone at Jeff Bezos is like, you know what? Too much stuff is going down. I'm going to put a stop to it. (laughs) But you can, like, even if you go to the Walmart, the Walmart, go to Walmart or Target and you buy Harlequin books, you can take a picture with that receipt, that physical receipt, and email it. Oh, I need some points points because I'm always getting from Mm -hmm. the Walmart. But the easiest, of course, is just buying them directly on the website, like whether they be ebooks or print books, and automatically you get your points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But even if, so the thing is, though, if they're on sale, you're getting the sale price for the points. 
So that's the way that that works. But I have a few points because I buy quite a bit. Thousands of points. I'm at 92,000 at this point. Oh my God. And 2,000 points will get you a free ebook. So that's the cool thing. And then 5,000 points gets you a free print book under $8.99. The reason it's more points for the print book is because they actually ship it for free. Yes, which is very nice of them. Right? I think that's absolutely fantastic. So, you know, it's it's a good it's a good reward system to encourage, I think, people to buy from them. And of course, as we always like to say at the end of the day, I'm on that. I'm on it right now. I'm buying books that are not going to be hitting stores until May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's April the 10th. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about the website personally is that I can buy books in advance. So, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of the points. Clearly, I have a lot of them. I'm actually trying to spend some of them now. Like I'm buying yeah. like, you know, a book a day. They, they do limit you to redeeming the points to only three books a day I can say (laughs) yeah right and you have to do it in a single order each you can't like stack a bunch of reward points into one order yeah correct (laughs) you know what gets me about the website like you can't mix an order of like ebooks and print books ebooks and physical books yeah I learned that the hard way I was like there was just like one book that I wanted on ebook and it's like uh you have to do a separate order for this and I'm like what (laughs) okay but I do like that I know I've, it's happened to me once or twice or 10 times that I'll add a book to my cart and I'll go to check it and be like, this book's already on your shelf. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Right. It. So you don't accidentally buy it twice because that didn't happen. So, so yeah. when you and Garrett bought each other the e-readers... Was that, I don't know, I've been thinking a lot about like my relationship to e-reading. Like I remember getting a Nook Mm -hmm. and I feel like I, I feel like I was a diehard e-reader for a little while. Like Mm -hmm. y'all know Morgan Matson, her YA books aren't small. No. I just remember like reading those on e-book. And like, it was not a thing, but I feel like it's like cycles of life or something. Like I will go months without picking up an e-reader, but I'm also like, I think what I love about them, especially having text to speech is I am a very restless person. I can't, I can't really just sit there and read just reading anymore. Like I have to be doing something else. So one thing I do love about glows is that it like, unlike my Kindle app, if I get out of the app, it stops. Well, with Glows on my iPad, it will keep reading. So I can like do a word search at the same time. Like Mm. I can't just sit there and like follow along and read. So I don't know. I think it's more, I'm able, I appreciate e-reading because it's kind of like audiobooks. I can do something else. Uh Whereas with physical books, just like these past couple of years, I can't really just sit there and like my mind is all over the place. I can't sit there with the book and just read anymore. So mm-hmm. I don't know where, like what, when you and Garrett bought each other the e-reader and Aaron tell us yours too, like, was that your foray into it? And you were like automatically hooked. Did it take a while to get used to? Cause I think we're all from that generation of like, we was reading the books for the longest. Right? So yeah. how did you kind of get into it? I mean, for me being on that, cause I was on my honeymoon, it was like, I, <laughs> cause I'm that nerd. I brought six books on my honeymoon. They were stubbed in yeah. <laughs> and everything else. No, I'm sorry. I'm busy, dear. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So when we got the e-readers, I was just amazed. I'm just like, I can take how many books in my hand? 
Yeah. Like, uh-huh. it, that's, that was what the, the thing was for me. Not that we vacationed or traveled a lot, but the fact that, you know, I didn't have to hold this hardcover book or something like that. And then I went, like you said, Brie, ebb and flowed. Like, for years, I wouldn't touch it. And then I got a Kindle and it was like, you know, so it, it does ebb and flow. But over the last three or four years, it's really become a big thing for me. Now, I can just sit and just read it. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not a huge fan of the text to speech. I, I it's, it's great, but I don't love it. But for me, I can act. Actually, I can sit my e-reader on my knee and I can knit and read Mm. the e-reader and just flip. And what I love is just being able to just flip the page with my thumb or something or my finger, you know, so it's Mm. great. It's great. What about you, Aaron? So I got my first e-reader, I think it was 12 some years ago, and it was it was one of the first generation Kindles. So it had an actual physical buttons keyboard on it and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it had, you know, these left right buttons for turning pages and everything. And it, it was before the e-ink everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just a black and white gray screen, um, 3G internet. So it was wow. really slow. <laughs> <laughs> Take us back here. And- yeah. <laughs> But I read I read a lot on it to begin with because there was I didn't there was some kind of like libraries. It wasn't called Kindle Unlimited yet, but there was still free books out there that you could just grab them. So some of the old classics, Edgar Rice Burroughs, things like that, I could grab up real free, you know, free. And I loved being able to change the text size. That was yes. amazing for me with my Coke bottle glasses and everything. <laughs> so and yeah, I used it all the time. Like I read the Hunger Games trilogy on it, you know, felt like I, I blew through those. And it took some of the intimidation out of reading. I read several of the Song of Ice and Fire books on those. Okay. And those are all like 1300 oh. pages, you know, so it's not it's not as intimidating to pick up the brick and be like, oh, well, I've still got, you know, two inches left in this book. You yeah. I think that's so true. Yeah, I never really thought about it like that. Like mm-hmm. the intimidation of like looking at the book physically is gone. Uh-huh. And the bookmark, you're... like it's not moving. It yeah. feels like it should yeah. be moving more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys do? Do you guys do percent at the end of the page or page number at the end of the page on the Kindle or the Kobo? I'm like, tell me how much time I have left in the chapter. <laughs> Yeah, I do time and chapter and percent of the book. Yeah. My biggest gripe with Kindle is why they can't be honest with the number of pages in the chapter. With the Kobo reader, it'll tell you you're you've got 20 pages in this chapter, you're on page five. And as you flick the page, you're now on page six, page seven, page eight. But Kindle, it drives me bonkers. It's like, you've got 10 minutes left to read. And then you flip the page. Oh, now you've got seven minutes left to read. And then you flip the page. Oh, now you've got 12 minutes left to read. I'm like, yeah. get it together, Kindle. Why do I have pages, pages and chapter. Now, the other cool thing, I think it's fairly new to this newest generation of Kobo Reader, but um, I can click on a spot in the top and it gives you like a, a graph where like, you know, you get the height stuff. So it will tell you how many pages for each chapter and it'll give you like a graph. Oh, wow. And nerd me is just like, and it'll say like, the next chapter will take you approximately five minutes to read. The book will take you approximately another hour and a half to read. I'm like, you're damn uh-huh. right, Kobo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, do y'all think if... The libraries, which I feel like one of the libraries I'm subscribed to, they do a really good job of having uh, the most recent 
Harlequin releases. However, comma, you gotta get, but they'll do like the four book yeah, bundles of four. You can't get them singularly. Same. So oh. do you think that you would use the library system more if they had the more like up-to-date stuff instead of buying them? I think for me, I mean, I like the option of the library, but exactly as you said, Brie, you get the bundle of four and my local library only gets like one or two. And I'm not kidding. There's like a four month wait when the oh, new wow. releases come out, like you're waiting a while. Yeah. Plus the fact is, is that I think from doing this podcast more than anything, because we've talked to the authors and we know how hard they work, this part of me is like, even if I get the book from NetGalley, because you guys know I get a ton of NetGalley stuff from, from Harlequin, I will still buy a physical, I will still buy a copy of it yeah. just to support the author. Same, like uh-huh. Pippa gifted us her new book, right? Yeah. I bought a copy of it to yeah, support her it, as well. Yeah. Because that's what that for me, it, ebooks are relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. I don't mind spending the three or four dollars. See, you're like yeah. a diehard ebook buyer. I'm still mm-hmm. gonna buy the physical book. But like mm-hmm. when it comes down to okay, I also want to tag team this with an ebook, it's like, do I want to spend the points or do I want to go ahead and just support the library? And it, I'm like, I, I have done it once and it wasn't too bad, but it's like you feel like you're not making any progress because it's four books, you know, in total. And, you're and like if it's like the third book, book you're like, how far am I actually yeah. into this? Because it's yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm making no progress. And it's like, yeah. oh, there's like three other books here. <laughs> well, this part of me is now actually thinking about buying like the bind up on the Harlequin website of like the four oh, books. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, a part of me kind of wants to one time just try it and read like all four of something or all yes. three of something and like vlog yeah. it or something just to, you know, work my way through the, the bind up. <laughs> Because I have a couple Blaze audiobooks checked out. So same. this may sound really bad and don't judge me, but a friend gave me one of their Hoopla logins and oh God, I thought all Hoopla libraries were the same. No, this one uh-uh. is like very up to date. My library never has new releases on it. And um, like I have like two, two Blazes, two sets of Blazes checked out. But even there, it's two. You have to, to check out two of them. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is really weird. Although as an audiobook, like if you're purchasing an audiobook and you're using a credit, to get two books instead of one is kind of a good it's deal. It's good, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the Harlequin yeah. audiobooks are like five hours long. So why not buy uh-huh. them? But it's interesting because like you can get Blaze. I can get the Blazes on Hoopla, but Nocturne are Audible only. Only. My most <laughs> hated phrase, Audible only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm looking at my one page of books. I think there's <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 17. Sarah, how many do you have? <laughs> how many books do I have? Yes. 868 as, oh. as, as the, the oldest one on there I purchased in December of 2013. Oh so I've God. been buying on the website for a long time. <laughs> what is the oldest? Do yeah. you have the title pulled up or no? No, to- I don't. It, and it's not like it was probably published in December of 2013, but I have books that are actually probably published before that, before. but I bought later on, if that makes sense. Okay. Aaron, how many so, do you have? I have 40 books, so not, awesome. not much in comparison to uh, Sarah there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and okay. Surpri- surprisingly, I've read a majority of them. So That's the difference is that <laughs> I have awesome. not. <laughs> Aaron, I feel like you do a lot of glow reading. You do. I, I do. Yeah. It, it helps with, um, you know, I like to be able to do some other things while I'm, I'm e-reading. So mm-hmm. doing the dishes, folding laundry, stuff like that. What is on your, I guess like what inspired some of the choices that are on your glows? 
for me, I have a mixture. To be completely honest, and, and I've said this before, if I had the funds, I would buy every single book that comes out every single month. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. ahead and laugh at me, but like I, I, I love them all, and I just love the fact that at any time I want, I'm like, oh, I want to read that book. Okay, there it is. You know what I mean? I have a physical collection. I have a huge physical collection, but it's a collection. A lot of the times I will, even if I own the, the print book, I will go ahead and, and get the Buy ebook. the ebook. Because it's yeah. easier. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? So my original reason for buying on the Glow app, uh, well, one was watching Sarah's videos and her talking about the, the ebooks and the points and everything. But mm -hmm. when I started my category journey, I needed to, I, I wasn't sure, you know, where to start in the line. So I, I bought a handful of, of different things from the different lines. And that was, that was my original intent. And now I just, you know, snatch up whatever I can when sales pop up. Yes. So you're still a predominantly like ebook buyer, like you'll buy yes. ebook first. Yeah. So I'll buy the ebooks and then I use my points for the print books. I have a plethora of thrift stores out here in the Pacific Northwest and there so I get a lot of I get a lot of my uh my category uh reading or physical books from from thrift stores. Do oh, yeah. you like score every time you go to like a library you book do. sale or <laughs> yeah. like a thrift store? I'm like, "What? I have half price books and they're okay, but Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it, you know, when I was, you know, in the Midwest for a bit, it was shocking the the difference in the amount of books at thrift stores and the selection and everything. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I actually hit up a library book sale yesterday for the first time since pre-pandemic and they mm -hmm. had three, you know, like a flat that you would get like apples in or something like that. Three of them filled with Harlequins. And I was just looking at Garrett and he's like, I want to buy them all. If you want them, you can have them. And I'm like, no, they're too heavy to take. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you get lucky on whatever that like website is because you messaged us that they like somebody selling like 500, you know, yeah. roaming at this oh, I still, bucks. If it wasn't a two hour drive, I would go and spend the $50 for those 500 books, but I just can't justify it. <laughs> Not with the price of gas. Yeah. Because it oh, it yeah. those books would now become X number of dollars. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> That's the Facebook marketplace. If anyone is ever looking for like book, like definitely check out the Facebook marketplace. It's, it's great for that kind of thing. If you want to get lots of books i mean he, ebay in right? a lot of the mm -hmm. big used lots that i've bought i bought on ebay and they were really cheap like mm -hmm. I, did i buy two kamani lots and i think it was like 90 books in each and i think i paid oh, like wow. 50 or 60 bucks temptations i know nicole bought that big that box blaze of blazes box? Uh -huh. so, that's right yeah you just got to be real specific just be real specific in the search bar somebody's probably selling a lot of them absolutely absolutely for sure for sure so okay sarah we sent you like random numbers so do you want to yeah, do yours i didn't first? know how to pick i'm like how do i pick five books to talk about yeah so yeah these two lovely people sent me random numbers and then i just picked the books and surprisingly three out of the five books are all holiday so clearly i buy a lot of holiday romance <laughs> very on brand because that's it right so did you want me to start so like i just thought like we'd just talk about the book and if we read it or not yeah go ahead okay. yeah so my first one is a more recent release it's uh, a texans christmas baby by linda warren it's a harlequin heartwarming from november of 2021 book 11 in her texas rebel series i have not read this one yet it's a professional football player who comes home and there is I believe a surprise baby and it's Linda Warren. I love, love, love her books. Her Texas Rebel series 
started with the American romance line. So now it's being carried over to the heartwarming line and it's a delightful, it looks delightful. And it's another one of those, I need to get to it sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, I, I feel like except for Aaron, who's read most of his. I know you and I are <laughs> like, have read this it, have... episode with, we need to read them sooner rather than later. I do have <laughs> one. One of the five is one I've read. Okay. So that'll be good. <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. What's yours? All right, so the um, the first book that I bought on on the Glow app was my first desire that I intended to read for my category journey, and I haven't even read it at all yet. And it's <laughs> a nine month temptation by Joanne Rock, who nice. is going to grace us with her presence here Yay! shortly. So we're very excited about that. Uh, I'm not sure what it's about, but it's obviously a baby story. There's uh, <laughs> you know a lady in a lovely red dress on the cover. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that was the first one, and I still have yet to get to it. Okay, okay, it's okay. Oh, where should I start? Okay, I'm going to start with "The Devil and the Deep" by Amy Andrews, which is Ooh, a yes. presents extra. And I feel like Sarah, I probably this isn't the first one that I downloaded, but I feel like somebody recommended this to us. I think it was I Amy like herself, was it not? It, it may have been Amy herself, yeah. yeah. I feel like for a while I was downloading stuff that people were recommending to us on the podcast. Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I immediately just went on there, one-clicked it, and I'm like, why haven't I read it? I, I feel like I the lines kind of go in waves for me, like heartwarming, I love, and I tend to read a ton of heartwarming mm-hmm. late spring and in the summer. I, it's actually been a while since I've read a heartwarming, and Presents has been one that like I save for certain moods. So I probably just like one-clicked it, but mm-hmm. wasn't actually in the mood to read it. But I've been reading a ton of Presents, you know, in 2022, because I need that escape. So I will probably, you know... Like, like you said, sooner rather than later, finally go ahead and pick it up. So for the next one I have, these are some of my favorite books. And every time they come out around the holidays, I get so excited. And they're the bind ups that the historical line does of like three books. So the one that I have here is Snowbound Surrender. And it's by Christine Merrill, Louise Allen and Laura Martin. And the books are their Mistletoe Reunion, Christmas with the Major, and Snowed In with the Rake. Um, <laughs> it's Harlequin Historical number 1467 from November of 2019. And it's just a bind up of three, you know, stories set. They're, they're generally not interconnected. They're just three separate little stories. And it used to be back in the day, they used to do a Regency one and a Western one back when they did the Western romances, which they don't anymore, which makes me sad. But now they tend to do uh, Regency and Victorian times. Okay. So that's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a, a fan of Christmas and you like historicals, look up those bind-ups because they, they can be a lot of fun. I'll have to do that, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my next one is A Cowgirl's Secret by Melinda Curtis. Mm-hmm. And I bought this Aww. one after Anna J. Stewart was on this podcast and was just ranting and raving about uh, Melinda Curtis, just what, you know, an influence she was and, and how helpful she was to her own writing career and just how great of an author she is. And I've, I've yet to read this one. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I, I know I need to read Melinda Curtis. We need to have Melinda back on the podcast. We need her and Anna J. Stewart together. Yes. Right? <laughs> I do have that book, Erin, on my TBR this month. So if I get to it, uh, I get to it. I, I hope so. So I yeah. do have that one. Yeah. Well, let me know how it Melinda is. Melinda Curtis is fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Okay. Where do I want to go next? Okay. <laughs> this is so bad. Okay. Since you, uh, since Aaron did his first, Aaron, did you do your first? Yes. I'm going to do yes. my first. Daughter of the Flames <laughs> by Nancy Holder. This was a silhouette bombshell. Okay. I was going to say. Uh-huh. I was going to say, yeah. I do have this one in physical copy. So I think I was trying to tag team it. Did we have an idea for something? I feel like I was attempting to read this for an idea, but you know. <laughs> 
I just remember there was like some vampire potential stuff going on. I don't know. I was really wanting to get into the bombshell line and I still want to. I think it was just picking it up. I feel like you have to be, I'm, I would have to be in a certain mood for bombshell because mm -hmm. it was very fast paced, mm -hmm. very thriller-ish. I think this was the one that I, I read, I tried to read before AKA Goddess and I really had no idea what I was getting myself into and I just was not filling okay. it at the moment. But it is still a series that I really, really want to read. So yeah, Daughter mm -hmm. of the Flames by Nancy Holder, Silhouette Bombshell. That was my, that was my first clothes purchase, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go with the bombshell. Right? <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of the bombshell on, on mine. Some of the ones that were really iconic that I read years ago, like um, The Contestant by Stephanie Doyle. I really need to do a reread of that. It's um, a takeoff of Survivor. Oh. Where all these people are on an island, and you can still get it on ebook. So if anyone's interested, that's just an extra bonus one. This, the Contestant by Stephanie Doyle. Check it out. So my next one is a Harlequin Super Romance. I have read this one. It's The Groom Came Back by Abby Gaines. Uh, came out in January of 2019, or excuse me, January of 2009. I read it in 2019. This one was a little weird. It's about this couple that are still married mm -hmm. and he comes back home to get a divorce. But the reason they're married, which is where this kind of went off the rails for me and why it only got three stars. It was well written. It just, I, the story I'm like, really? Was that she was being raised by a single mom and she was like 17 or 18 years old. And then her mom dies and the family of the groom, like the guy, he's a few years older than her they're they've been friends their whole life so in they there was some custody battle with her grandparents so they married the two of them off like had her marry this guy so now there was no custody battle with the grandparents but they've never technically been married there was no consummation there was no any of that it was all on paper only but now he has met someone i think and wants to like actually get married so he kind of needs to get divorced <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is important <laughs> so he comes back and of course it's like i don't want to call it a second chance romance because they were never together before the thing that got me out of this one that you know the premise was a little stretching it but a lot of these are and I'm okay with that I can usually go with it my issue was is that they the families were so close together that it felt a little incestuous to me because mm. they were like like she was best friends with his younger sister yeah, they all kind of grew up together do you know what I mean like yeah. it was yeah. a little too much but at the end of the, it was still three stars so yeah that's the next one don't know if I'd recommend it though <laughs> yeah you know you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, my next one is Another Desire, and I think I bought it in the same lot as the Joanne Rock one, mm -hmm. but it is Thousand Name Only by Naima Simone, and I picked this one up because I was binging the podcast while I was starting my whole category adventure, and you guys had interviewed her, and so yeah, I picked that one up in, in one of my purchase lots, and I, I'm not sure what it's about either, I, and I haven't read it yet, but I will. <laughs> I feel like it's been a minute since we got a new Naima Simone Desire. Like, she's killing it with the Rose Bend books. Yeah, so. I know. I just yeah. picked up the newest Rose Bend, but yeah, no desire. I wonder if she's think. like, if she's gonna just kind of stay in that lane of writing thicker books. I mean, I'm sure we'll get something from her, but we haven't gotten a desire in a minute. Naima Simone, if you're listening. <laughs> share, share with us. Come on, like, let's be real. Naima Simone is one of those authors that I want to oh, see something in August every... 2022. We're getting a new one? Black Sheep okay. Oregon, Billionaires of Boston, book number four. Dude, like, I'd love a Naima Simone presents 
just saying i just want to see her like in every line if she's willing to give it to us do you medical yeah. i don't know about heartwarming though brie <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you look at rose bin and it looks heartwarming it but looks is like- it <laughs> yeah. love, love inspired i i bless her heart but i think so <laughs> um okay which one am i gonna do next i did find my the folder of like ones i have read but we're gonna leave those out we're just calling (laughs) ourselves out here i downloaded four four kisses which one do i want to talk about i want to talk about i i love the title so Mm. we'll go to too close for comfort by heidi rice like i said i just like randomly one day i wanted i get in these moods of like seeing what harlequin still has available Yes. on ebook to buy i guess so yeah i bought like too close for comfort by heidi rice how to get over your ex by nikki logan the rebound guy by fiona harper and the mm-hmm. guy to be seen with by fiona harper i just like bought all four of those at once but heidi rice is an author we have had on the podcast and mm-hmm. i just i think we just loved her so much loved her personality i kind of like i really love the tone of her book so when i yeah. saw like a book by her available from kiss i was like immediately just one clicked it so yeah if you're interested in kiss they are still available on the harlequin website some That's of them one thing not i have them, but... to say is that they are killing it with with ebooks like they go back and they did this yeah. whole thing for years called the harlequin treasury and it was like the best of the 80s the best of the 90s where they would re-release some of these old books on ebooks so i mean it's great to check out if you just want to read the book and you can't find a physical copy thrifting it you know what i mean so that's the one great thing yeah absolutely um my next one another christmas one are we surprised no we're not dreaming of a cowboy dreaming of a christmas cowboy hello two of my favorite things (laughs) by brenda harlan harlequin special edition 2875 probably my most recent one on this list which is december of 2021 this is part of the montana mavericks the real cowboys of bronco Heights series so brie and i were on the boobies and newbies podcast last december doing the book that came before this one And we talked about it in that podcast, how this book showed Christmas, but it wasn't like not this book I'm talking about, but the prior one, how it showed Christmas, but it wasn't really Christmassy. And we were commenting how the next book in the series probably would be more Christmassy. So literally, I think we were recording that episode and I was buying this book. Yes, like, we, we weren't the biggest fans. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to that episode recently. Yeah, you, you guys had some things to say about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad book. I can still say the cover was super cute. But yeah, I, I'm interested to try this. I love the Montana Mavericks books and I love the special edition. They're my favorite. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, my next one is a presents and it is Stolen to Wear His Crown by Marcella Bell. And I haven't read it yet. I haven't read any of her books, but I saw a live show with her and a few other authors and they were all just making her blush with how much they were praising her books uh so definitely need to need to read one of hers and this is obviously a royal and stolen so definitely a presents vibe i love Mm -hmm. a good stolen story i read it yeah (laughs) i read it and let me tell you right from the beginning you're like sucked right in like she's making a speech and these guards come and grab her and she's like (laughs) taken to the prince and i'm like i'm here for this 
<laughs> so we have a bind up of The Black Wolf and, and Enticing the Dragon by Linda Thomas Sundstrom and Jane Godman. Pretty sure, okay, I, I would have bought this for both of these authors because there's a trilogy by Linda Thomas Sundstrom that I really, really want to get my hands on physically and it's been really difficult to track down. And Jane Godman, I think I came across her because I'm always just typing in Michelle Hoff and then like searching for authors that are like recommended based <laughs> off of her. <laughs> and I came across this Jane Godman and I'm like, sure. So yeah, it has a beautiful witch on the cover that looks like she's Red Riding Hood because she has like a red cape on and there's a wolf there. So I'm assuming mm. this is like a paranormal retelling possibly Fun. one of the stories. But yeah, I, surprisingly, I only have like two paranormal, well, three paranormals on the Glow app. But I think with these bind ups, because I have a couple of them physically, they are kind of chunky <laughs> in mm-hmm. real life. <laughs> so I think I'm just like waiting for the right time to like mm-hmm. sit and just binge it because it's two stories. I don't want to like read one and then wait months to read the next one. Fair. I just want to yeah. read both of them at once. So mm-hmm. there's that one. That Linda Sundstrom, she's also written for the Desire Line. I've read some of her. She did this really great series that was set in New York City. The boss is mistletoe something or another. It's actually physically on my shelf. It was really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, And my last book is a medical. And we have Second Chance with Her Guarded GP by Kate Hardy. September 2021, Harlequin Medical 1197. Um, This is book one in the Twin Docs Perfect Match. So my assumption is it's two doctors that are twins because why the heck not? And <laughs> yes. they find love. You know, I, I, you guys know it's, it's actually really been the podcast that has pushed me into reading more medicals and I'm really, really enjoying them. I really, really am. So I'm yeah, looking forward I've, to getting to this one. Yeah. Did either of you read, I've read, did either of you read the vets unexpected hero by Tracy Douglas? I have yes, that one. Yeah. Okay. I've got that one. I haven't read that one yet. <laughs> I got that one on the glows. <laughs> It's good. It's a lot of fun. It's adorable cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your next one, Erin? All right. So my last one is I realized, I think because you commented to me about something, Bree, but I didn't have any romances uh, anywhere in my collection, either on my shelf or in my gloss at the time. So I bought um, a couple of them, but the one I'm going to talk about is From Wedding Fling to Baby Surprise by Nina Singh. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously a wedding one night stand baby surprise book and i i love a wedding one night stand setup <laughs> for some reason i'm just such a sucker for those and and them turning into romance and everything and happily ever after it's it's just great mm-hmm. i have a nina singh too from tropical fling to forever we need to get nina singh on the podcast if nina singh's listening or if she's in your knitting circle tell her reach to, out to us up. okay guys i'm gonna do a heartwarming for my Yay! last and this cover is one of the i mean I think just most gorgeous covered the man from Montana by Juliana Morris. Oh yes. Sarah, I feel like we bought this at the we same bought after time. The cover. Um, it's got a cute dog on it. And all you see is like the, like the hero's like pant leg and boots. I don't know. It's like it's 90% dog on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like <laughs> one of the dog. most adorable covers. I feel like I've ever yep. seen. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it was definitely a cover buy. So yeah, 100%. I, cannot wait to read this but i feel like i bought it last summer so it probably we did because i think you and i were going like oh and we both went whoa and i think we bought yes. it at exactly the same time 
<laughs> and in front of that is a Fourth of July proposal by Kim Finley, which I did read. So obviously I read one and I don't know why I set this one to the side, but yeah. Well, that, could be, that could be one of our themes for the summertime would be books involving dogs for the dog days of summer. Dog days oh, of go. summer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you were talking about wedding because isn't one of our ideas, I think June, right? You were like, yeah. wedding season. Yeah. Catherine Gerbera is giving us an entire trilogy right I now. I know. It's <laughs> a desire novel and I just love it. I it's can't. So I'm just so excited. Yeah. Well, what are y'all reading currently? I'm actually reading one of my picks for Matchmaker April right now. And it's That's so what I'm good. reading too. <laughs> I have to get to it. It's so good. <laughs> so what are y'all, what are you reading, Sarah? Oh, I'm reading, um, for Harlequin, I am reading uh, a historical, a medieval historical mm-hmm. that was sent to me by the publicity, pu- publicity team. I'm are you doing your vlogs? Still, yeah, I'm doing a okay. secret vlog on it. And I'm not usually a medieval person, and I'm kind of <laughs> liking it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> My issue is, is that I can't get behind the fact that, and I know this is going to sound really bad, and, and all of you romance readers can be like, you're totally taking yourself out of the story. Is that they didn't bathe that often? And I'm thinking for all the sexy times, <laughs> yeah. like, ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry I'm like you've been on horseback for four days like listen uh-huh. anyone that wants to give Sarah a hard time what's that nonfiction book we were reading that was huge on booktube some years ago uh, uh it was like all about Victorian times oh, and like um, how- the, the, the lady's guide to the oh it's on my shelf it's bright pink yes yes yeah there is a the nonfiction book. guide to etiquette or something like that yeah. it was as if you were a modern woman and you were dropped into Victorian yes. England and yes. this is what your life would be like like maybe taking a bath in a hole in the dude, ground I'm maybe Bridgerton <laughs> is less sexy now reading this. <laughs> if you want to enjoy historical romances don't study history that's my takeaway from all of this <laughs> so gross <laughs> that's funny that's i've got this the jane austen handbook okay that is yeah that's that's written almost like it's from the perspective of mrs bennett and <laughs> and like all of the advice that she would give to people in that time of how to be Behave and, and what to wear and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I remember like they showed in the book like what a woman's stomach looked like after having like multiple kids back children then. or something. Yeah. <laughs> It was like down to her feet. Bless her heart. I was like, I'm so glad times have changed. I'm so I know, glad. I know. It's it's not as romantic. It was like yesterday I was on a, doing a live show and Rainy popped in and she said something about she was listening to Charles Dickens and cross stitching. I'm like, Rainy, you were totally bored in the wrong time. <laughs> she needs the corsets and the skirts, and that's Rainy. <laughs> So you're reading a medieval. It's I'm something that's coming out soon. It's no, it's already out. It is The Highlander's Stolen Bride by Madeline Martin. Um, and I, like I said, I am enjoying it. So what about you, Erin? What are you reading? So right now I'm reading A Royal Pain by Ruth Jean Dale. And that's nice. part of my, that's for my matchmaker book. It's the first book in the matchmaking mamas that came out <laughs> in the love and laughter line, which was pretty short lived, but yes. I'm enjoying it so far. It's it's pretty fun. It's a, it's an assistant and his boss uh, sent him to her daughter to convince her to go on this trip where the mom's going to bombard her with potential bachelors because <laughs> she's 25 and she's way too old to be single. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> god forbid you hit 26 I... <laughs> and there's no engagement date. <laughs> god, I love it. 
<laughs> okay, so did love and laughter come before flip side or and duets? It did. Correct. Yeah. Wow, love and laughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, Harlequin was really capitalizing on the rom com moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. very much so. Um, I'm reading Ever After Exes by Susanna Irwin, and it's nice. one of my you know matchmaking. And I was like getting nervous, guys, because I was like, I don't really know where where's the matchmaking, and but you know, it's like I kind of skimmed over some of the details, and the further I got into it, I'm like. Oh, the hero basically started the matchmaking app. That's where it is. <laughs> kind of crept up on me, and I'm like, I'm loving it. I got it. I got it, Susanna. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good so far. So I feel like awesome. it's gonna be a good a good chat. So mm-hmm. well. We're going to have to do more of these, you know, because I'm sure we'll all add more to our glows. And Always. we're all about accountability here on the podcast. So now I feel like I have to read something. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we'll follow up and check in with each other and make sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. we've read some of these books that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Dang it. I should have mentioned the Barbara Hancock because it's a novella. And I could have knocked that one out real quick. <laughs> and not just continue to buy. So as of right now, what, what did I say today's date was? April the 10th, 24. Uh, 2022 i have 868 so when we check back in if i'm over a thousand there's a problem <laughs> you have over you have 800 plus on your glows we're not even going to get into your neck alley numbers <laughs> sarah likes well, high no, numbers not just that my kindle the amount of them i have on my kindle yeah i swear it's over 2000 ebooks in just category yeah. yeah i don't even know i don't even feel like i'm at a thousand books on kindle because guys i'd be deleting stuff i don't know i just like am like weird about clutter on those I'm like oh I've read it I don't I'm not gonna read it again delete and then I'm like what if you wanted to reread it again now you have to buy it all over again yeah no I just delete it from like the download but I keep it right but the thing is is that I didn't get I know a lot of people got suckered like when they first bought their Kindles it was like oh look at all these free books Mm -hmm. and we're downloading Mm -hmm. like all this free stuff and then years later you're like I'm never gonna read this I didn't fall into that trap so I don't have a lot of crap on there that's my one saving grace well we have some fun stuff coming up on the podcast so, you know, listeners, thanks for sticking with us. And if you're new, welcome. We have some mm-hmm. fun stuff coming up. I mean, I don't know when this is coming out, but at this point, by the time this is coming out, we've probably, we have had a cover chat that we, you know, we're very, very grateful to stumble into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have, it's going to be a fun spring and summer. We have some I think fun so. stuff. So um, if you're listening and you're participating in Matchmaker April with us, hit us up. Our email and all of our link tree information is in the subscription box. Subscription box? Description box. box. (laughs) (laughs) Check the show notes and let us know what you're reading or just give us a recommendation. You know, even if you Mm -hmm. can't read with us, but you're like, I know a good Matchmaker book. We'd love to hear it. Mm -hmm. May is going to be tough because it's unconventional. And so it's like unconventional jobs, whatever. So if you have a recommendation, category wise for that please send it to us we'd love to share it because maybe you could help somebody out possibly one of us like myself (laughs) 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 and yeah we will chat with you in our next episode thank you for listening everybody have a good day bye everybody bye